Alex DeBrinkett, Kevin Fiala, David Pasternak. Those are the names that we will be talking about on today's show. We'll talk about those guys and their likelihood that they would come to Dallas for the 2022-2023 season. We'll talk about it all on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, June 10th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode and for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day be sure to hit that subscribe button the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform leave a comment a rating or a review if you like the show you can leave a five-star rating on spotify or apple and then leave a nice comment on youtube if you're uh if you feel so inclined it truly does help the show out a ton thank you guys for the continued support on locked on stars as we continue to trek throughout the summer and the early stages of the nhl Offseason and on today's episode, we are talking about three more big names that are either circulating around the trade market, or we do have one guy that is um, a free agent this offseason who not very likely that any of these guys could come to Dallas because, like I said, they're big names, so they draw a ton of attention. But in my mind, it is at least worth discussing, seeing if it's even possible. Would they be a good fit? Uh, and ultimately, why it would or would not work out for this particular player to come to Dallas in 2022-2023. And the first player on the docket is a guy that I'm kind of surprised that I'm talking about just because if you had asked me on Monday this week, um, is this guy, should this guy be traded from his current team? I would have said no. And that is Alex DeBrinkett of the Chicago Blackhawks. And, you know, this is a young guy that's um, kind of an up-and-coming player in the league on, of course, a struggling, somewhat rebuilding Chicago Blackhawks squad right now. And again, yeah, I'm shocked to see his name pop up in trade circulation discussions. But the more I read into it, the more I think about it from Chicago's perspective, it does make a good amount of sense. Um, again, he is a young guy. He's 24 years old, and Chicago is going deeper and deeper into a full rebuild. Um, I think some people thought that they might be decent this past year, but then they came out. Uh, and Marc-Andre Fleury couldn't really help them out. Debrinket, as talented as he is, not quite ready to be the main guy on an NHL roster. Patrick Kane getting up there in age and just too much going wrong with the Chicago Blackhawks. But it's one of those things with DeBrinket, and this is a lot of the argument that I saw for why he should potentially be moved, is by the time the Chicago Blackhawks are ready to be perennial playoff contenders or even Stanley Cup contenders, Alex DeBrinket's prime could be over. I mean, you can make the argument that he is just now entering his prime as an NHL player. Obviously, he was an all-star this past season in the Central Division. Really, really nice season, despite Chicago not having that great of a season. And the Blackhawks currently do not have a first-round pick, and trading Alex Dabrinkit could almost certainly guarantee that they acquire a first-round pick, and likely a high one at that. The New Jersey Devils were a team thrown out in the midst of trade talks with Dabrinkit. Then again, I'm pretty sure I saw at least one article, if not more, attached to every single guy we will talk about on today's episode with the New Jersey Devils there. 
So New Jersey is out here trying to do the most, add to that roster around Jack Hughes uh, and company there up in New Jersey. But I digress on them. Yeah, Chicago could certainly look to get a pretty good package in return for Alex Dabrinkit, and he would be worth that big package, or package rather. He has been one of the most underrated goal scorers in the National Hockey League since his arrival in 2017. Only seven other players have more goals than him since he debuted in the 2017-2018 season. Those eight players, maybe you've heard of them. Alex Ovechkin, Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, who we'll talk about a little bit later, Connor, Kyle Connor, excuse me, and Nathan McKinnon. So Debrinket in pretty good company there as far as some elite goal scoring in the NHL. And this is a guy that even though he's within the division, even though he does still have one more year left on his contract, this is a guy that the Dallas Stars could desperately use in their top six. I mean, he's a guy that can play the wing position. He's an excellent scorer has no issue getting goals or pucks in the goal. Um, that's what he does best. And if you know he was able to do it to the extent that he did this past season on a struggling Chicago Blackhawks team, imagine what he could do on a team like the Dallas Stars. That is a team that is primed to make a playoff run this coming season, barring any drastic changes. So I think he could fit in really well on the second line with Tyler Sagan and then maybe even get moved around a little bit uh, later on, if he do, if he would stay in Dallas long term, which I don't know how possible that is because of the financial side of things, which always seems to be the stickler in these situations. But Debrinket, no exception, just like many other guys that we've talked about so far in the past few weeks, the money would be difficult with him. He's making $6.4 million right now per season. Certainly, he will be due for an upgrade the next time he looks to sign a new contract extension, which would likely be with the team that would potentially pick him up this offseason and you know it, it's another one of those things where even if Dallas was willing to pay his contract this year and give him an extension next season I don't know if Dallas quite has the draft capital to make a trade with Chicago for you know to get a guy as high caliber as Alex Dabrinkit there's a reason that the New Jersey Devils are in a lot of trade conversations that's because they have really good draft capital and they're looking to add talent around their already young budding developing core Hughes Brad, you name it. I mean, they, they already have the pieces there. Dallas in the middle of the pack of this year's draft and not a whole lot of other draft capital to send out for a lot of these high caliber players. So this isn't really something that I think that they should consider pursuing. They probably won't consider pursuing. And even if they did, I think they would be outbid by other teams like New Jersey uh, or maybe even some other teams in the Eastern Conference. There's, of course, also the argument to be made that Chicago would not trade within the division. But it's another one of those things like we talked about with Jacob Chikrin and the Arizona Coyotes that the Chicago Blackhawks and Dallas Stars are just on different levels right now. Uh, and if anything, the Chicago Blackhawks, I feel like, could try to not scam the Dallas Stars, but get some sort of really good package where maybe Dallas gives up too much in return for Debrinket, And then in the long run, Chicago would benefit from it. But the only way I could see this going down is if the Dallas Stars were absolute 100% Stanley Cup champion contenders for the next season and they wanted to get Dimbrinkin on for his final year of his contract and then let him walk. But that just is not the case. The Dallas Stars certainly not near the top of the list when you talk about cup contenders for next season, at least at this time. So all in all, I don't see it happening. Uh, but certainly did want to 
entertain the idea of Alex Dabrinkit potentially coming to Dallas. I'm really curious to see where he does go because, like I said, he's one of the more underrated players in the NHL. His name just didn't come up a lot this year because a lot of people weren't talking about the Chicago Blackhawks. But I think if he gets put on a good roster, there could be serious debate about him being one of the best players in the NHL. And I'm really excited to see what the future holds for him. Hopefully he can get out of Chicago and go to a team that can use his talents to make a deep playoff push. Well, coming up next, we will stay in the Central Division and talk about another guy that has just ended his most recent contract with the Minnesota Wild. That is, of course, 25-year-old Kevin Fiala. We'll talk about him after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC, even boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Hey, Stars fans, Dane here. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast better than ever. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you guys so much for your help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Moving right along on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars. This is your host, Dane Lewis. Thank you again for stopping in, for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. And let's keep this train rolling, talking about another guy that will likely be on a different team this coming season. I say likely. This guy may be not as likely, but there certainly is the possibility that Kevin Fiala could be in a different team sweater at the start of the 2022 season. And it would be kind of a crazy situation. I think he's a guy that many Minnesota Wild fans and even the team itself would love to have him back on the roster for this coming season. He just had his best year as a pro. I mean, his best season, 33 goals, 52 assists, totaling 85 points. He played all 82 games. He will turn 26 in July. So he turns 26 this summer. But this is a guy that seems to be entering his prime after a few years in the NHL where he was a solid, a solid player, really good on the Nashville Predators and really, really good on the Minnesota Wild. This is a guy that seems to finally be coming to form, and he did it alongside some other really explosive offensive talent in Minnesota. But now the issue in Minnesota is that they've already given a lot of money to a few other players, whether it's Kirill Kaprizov, who's basically going to be in Minnesota for the foreseeable future. Joel Erickson Eck is getting paid quite a bit of money. And then there's just some other guys on the roster as well, whether it's defenders, goaltenders. Uh, their goaltending situation even is a little bit messy with Marc-Andre Fleury maybe moving on to a different team. Is Cam Talbot the guy for the Minnesota Wild? Lots of questions for the Wild organization this summer, and Kevin Fiala finds himself in the middle of it. He is listed as a restricted free agent. 
and even just seeing musings from Seth Tope all over at Locked On Minnesota Wild. I believe that the belief is that many people want him to stay because he was such a solid performer for them this season. We even saw it in the most recent matchup between the Stars and Wild. Kevin Fiala had a big night at the AAC in the season series finale against the Dallas Stars. And I think he could be a really nice piece for any team looking to bolster their roster for the next season. And I talk about Dabrinkit being a nice second-line option. I think Kevin Fiala fits that even more to an even greater degree. I mean, he's a great finisher on the net. He's a great skater. I think he's an underrated skater in the NHL. Maybe not the fastest guy, but he can move up and down the ice with the best of them. He's a guy that I think could make up for Tyler Sagan, maybe losing a little bit of his edge as far as speed goes. And I think they would complement each other quite nicely. And he's even maybe a guy that could, you know, move around and maybe see some first line minutes if there's some injuries there. On and on, you name it. I think he'd be a very versatile offensive weapon, maybe a little bit different than a guy like Vlad Nemestikov. I think he'd be a little bit more offensive minded, where I think Nemestikov is more of a 200 foot player who can play the defensive side of the ice as well as the offensive side of the ice pretty effectively. But the Dallas Stars are looking to upgrade offensively this offseason. And I think Fiala could be a great way to do that. And and I think just with his name, I mean, I think there's a little bit of risk attached to his name this offseason because he is still young. He hasn't had a season like we saw from him most recently. But I wonder if there's teams out there that are thinking that this could be a kind of an outlier season for him. Is this the best that we will ever see Kevin Fiala play? Is this his ceiling? Is this his peak? Or will he continue to get better because yes you could argue he's in his prime right now but 30 is not too far away and then after that it's kind of a toss-up in the air as far as today's players in today's nhl so i think that could make some teams hesitant to go and give him a ton of money and so maybe a lot of teams will try to lowball him on some offers and i think the dallas stars could even be in that conversation as well fiala made 5.1 million dollars last season with the minnesota wild and i imagine that he will want to make more money but there could be some teams like i said that don't want to take the risk of paying him maybe seven, eight million dollars and getting burned and not getting the output that we saw from him this past season. As far as draft capital, the Minnesota Wild picked 24th overall as of right now in this upcoming draft in July. And while I wouldn't say that they're going into a rebuild like some other teams, Minnesota is going to be in a very interesting spot. And I think they could capitalize on maybe getting some more good picks this offseason. Like I said, they've already, you know, signed Kirill Kaprizov to a long deal. Erickson Eck, they're looking for a new goaltender. So I don't know if Minnesota is going into this offseason slash regular season with as much confidence as they did this past year, uh, just because I think the roster could look different. I think they could be without guys like Fiala um, and maybe a few other pieces on their team as well that played huge roles. So maybe they'll look to resign him. Maybe they'll try to get him for a cheaper deal. Um, I just don't really know if that's something that Fiala would be interested in, whereas he could maybe go make more money in a city that is more ready and closer to winning a Stanley Cup than the Minnesota Wild. And, you know, he's already played for two Central Division teams. Why not add a third? Why not add his, you know, go come, go to three, you know, Nashville, Minnesota, then back down to Dallas. I don't know the likelihood of this happening. This is one of those guys that I literally fall on the fence. It would just depend on how much money he would be willing to take or how low of money he would be willing to take. And, 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 you know, if Minnesota doesn't resign him and look to deal him, I think it could be a lot easier for Dallas to obtain him. Minnesota is a team in the central division that I think would be hesitant to make a trade with the Dallas stars. So that could make it really difficult. I overall don't envision it happening, but this is one of those guys that I, I could really see the Dallas stars taking a really giant leap offensively. If they get Kevin Fiala added to the roster 
don't think it'll necessarily happen, but keep an eye out on his name throughout the offseason and see where he goes. Well, coming up next, we will talk about the final prospect that I could potentially see in Dallas next season. and Maybe the most intriguing one on today's list. We'll be talking about current Boston Bruin, David Pasternak, after a quick break. And we're on to the final segment of the week on today's episode of Locked on Stars. And talking about a guy that I've seen his name circulating Twitter quite a bit this week, including amongst some stars, fans, media members, some star circles on Twitter. And this is one of the biggest names in the NHL, potentially leaving one of the biggest franchises in the NHL. That is, of course, David Pasternak of the Boston Bruins. And this is a guy that is really fascinating to me whether he comes to Dallas or not, because Boston themselves are in a really, really weird situation. This is a team that made the Stanley Cup playoffs, put up a really good fight against the Carolina Hurricanes, lost that series in seven. I mean, who knows how far they could have gone if they make it past the Carolina Hurricanes in round one. And this is a team that I think at that moment, many people thought, you know, it's a disappointing end of the season, but I think the Boston Bruins could be okay. But now their head coach has been fired. Who knows what's going to happen to Patrice Bergeron. He's at age 36. His contract just ended, and he's said that he doesn't envision himself playing anywhere else but Boston, so will he retire? Will he re-sign with Boston for maybe one more season? Brad Marchand is getting a little bit older. Who knows what we're going to see from him? Their best defenseman, Charlie McAvoy, is going to miss the early stages of next season with uh, a shoulder injury. I think he just had surgery on his shoulder, as well as another defenseman as well. I can't remember which defenseman, but this this Boston roster, this organization, seems to slowly be dissolving. They seem to be falling into shambles. You have the whole Jake DeBrusque issues dating back to the trade deadline. Will he stay in Boston? Will he leave? Will he go to a different team? And in the middle of it is David Pasternak, one of the better forwards in today's NHL. And I think a lot of people believe that he will whether by demanding a trade or whether Boston simply just dealing him, that he could very well be playing for a different team by the start of this coming season. And it would make a ton of sense for him to look to move on from the organization that is the Boston Bruins right now, because Pasternak is a guy that is certainly in his prime. He has an argument as one of the top 10 best forwards in the NHL. I don't know if he quite cracks that list, but he is certainly on that list. I mean, he was on that list of guys that uh, what one of seven that's scored more than Alex Dabrinkit. So he's been one of the most effective goal scorers in the NHL. Like I said, he's in his mid-20s and his prime, one of the best forwards in today's game. And right now, he's only making $6.6 .6 million. That's what he will be set to make this coming season with the Bruins. And then likely, he will be looking to make a little bit more, similar to Dabrinkit, similar to Fialda, looking to upgrade and make a little bit more money because his play has warranted uh, a raise, if you will. And so... That will make it interesting for him wherever he looks to go. Obviously, you need to find a team that's willing to take on that $6.6 .6 million cap hit and then look to potentially pay him more money unless it's a Stanley Cup contender that wants him for one season, try to win a cup, and then let him walk and go somewhere else, which I don't envision happening because Pasternak is a guy that you would want to keep long-term on your team if you can at all. And Pasternak is a really, really intriguing guy to me, at least in Dallas, because if somehow the Dallas Stars could get him, it seems pretty far-fetched given even how much money he's going to be making this season at $6.6 .6 But as crazy as it might sound, and obviously I'm not looking forward to the day when Joe Pavelski is no longer a Dallas star, but I think David Pasternak could be an excellent replacement on the top line for Joe Pavelski once he eventually does depart from 
Dallas. And clearly there's a ton of really intriguing prospects in the Dallas Stars organization that I think could also fit that role on the top line. I think they could have good chemistry with Robo and Rope. But who knows if any of those guys will be ready here in the immediate future. You know who is ready to play high-level NHL hockey right now? David Pasternak. So I think it could be really interesting to watch him play a second-line role with Tyler Sagan this season, and then two seasons from now see him take over top-line minutes with Rope Hintz at the center, and then Pasternak and Jason Robertson playing at the wing positions. I think that would be a scary top-line, and any team in the NHL would have Fitz trying to defend those three not saying it will happen but i think that that could be really interesting especially since jason robertson typically plays that left wing position pavelski has been feeling that right wing position right wing is at least on nhl.com what posternock is listed as i think it's a match made in heaven and i would really love to see it and boston like i believe it's chicago does not have a first round pick but obviously it would take way more than the 18th overall pick to get a guy like david posternock to dallas and dallas would also you know, outside of maybe giving up prospects or even more NHL guys currently on the roster right now, they would have to be willing to pay the current cap hit for Pasta as well as probably look to extend him because similar to Debrinket, this isn't one of those situations where Dallas is a lock for the finals next year and they could just sign a bunch of really good guys to one-year deals or pay them for the last year of their contract and then dump them off. This is a guy that if you're going after him, you are likely wanting to keep him long term. So, you know, I think Dallas could bite the bullet with his current contract this season and maybe look to shift some things around next offseason. There will be a few more free agents on the roster or maybe some guys that they could look to trade. And who knows what will happen with them this season as far as midseason trades. I mean, who knows how the season will go for the Dallas Stars if they end up being really bad and go into tank mode, which might actually be a good thing for them. Again, depending on how the season starts and how the rest of the league looks. Not saying that that's what they need to do, but I think Pasternak in Dallas would be a very interesting fit, not just for this coming season, but for the future of this organization but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for stopping by for making locked on stars your first listen of the day and every day of the week for those of you that tune in every monday through friday thank you guys so much for the continued support for your second listen be sure to check out the locked on nhl podcast they are covering the stanley cup playoffs like nobody else all the way until the final horn in the final game of the Stanley Cup Finals. You can find them wherever you get your podcast at, just like the Locked on Stars podcast. Be sure to subscribe to and follow our show on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a comment, leave a rating, or leave a review if you like what you hear. You can also find and follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. But thank you guys again for another great week here at Locked on Stars. We'll be back right here on Monday with more Dallas Stars off-season content.